Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Before I jump into this, I apologize for any extraneous background noise. I got a little bit of the cat in the hat going on. And if you can't hear her rumbling around, I got little Miss Linden, my youngest, about a year and a half year, uh, year old. I've got her running around. She's currently down with a bout of hand, foot, and mouth. And so today, yours truly not only gets to play entrepreneur, but I get to play stay-at-home daddy, which is totally cool. Uh, but before I get back to playing daddy, I wanted to get this out to you guys. I wanted to get it out, honestly, yesterday uh, because it would have still been fresh on people's minds. Um, but hopefully... If not, uh, you remember it because it was a pretty crazy event. Uh, so Saturday night, I got to watch the UFC fight between Khabib, not even going to pretend to pronounce his last name, and Conor McGregor. And I got to watch that. Um, I'm not a big UFC guy, but I was over at my coach's house. We had a little training camp, and uh, so he he likes the sport, and he paid for the event. And so uh, I got to watch it, and it was uh, it was pretty cool uh, because him and his son they know a lot about UFC, and so I asked them like, "What's the scoop on the fight? Like, who is gonna win? Who's got the advantage? So on and so forth." Give me a little scouting report so I know what to look for. And they just mentioned that you know uh, Khabib was like a wrestler that wants to get you on the ground, a guy that's got a lot of stamina, and then on the other side you had McGregor, who's like a really good striker and um, will just knock you out. But if it goes past like two rounds the fight is five, then uh, the, the pendulum would swing in Khabib's uh, corner. And so it was a fight really where McGregor, they thought, was going to be looking to knock out Khabib like really fast because once it went past two rounds, then the ball was in Khabib's court with endurance and with the wrestling and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and both fighters actually kind of thought that. The interesting thing, not to get too much into the fight, the interesting thing was that it actually didn't play out like that. Uh, McGregor actually kind of held back on trying to knock out Khabib and allowed Khabib to wrestle him a little bit in the earlier rounds um, and kind of maybe confused Khabib a little bit. But then all of a sudden, like round three came around and McGregor started, you know, striking more. He started punching more and looking for the knockout a little bit more. And so it was interesting because the fight actually kind of went in the reverse order of what everybody thought it was going to be, or most people thought it was going to be. Anyhow, at the end of the night, uh, the fight was stopped in the third round. Uh, Khabib was able to get McGregor on the ground and he was able to, uh, to, to choke him and he choked him out and McGregor tapped out. Um, so that was it. It was the highest grossing pay-per-view fight. It was the most anticipated fight for a lot of people in the history of the UFC. Just two really good fighters. Conor McGregor, if you don't know of him, one of the most um, popular you know, people in the UFC right now. Just drawing huge crowds, huge fan bases. I mean, it was one of those things where, honestly, it made Khabib's career that he was fighting McGregor because... You know, McGregor uh, brought the publicity to the fight, even though he was the challenger, even though he wasn't the champion. Khabib was the champion. So anyhow, a lot of hoopla surrounding the fight, a lot of money being thrown around, a lot of fans, a lot of, you know, questions, a lot of, you know, all that. Uh, but let me take you to before the fight, because Conor McGregor is a talker, right? Conor McGregor is a showman. So Conor McGregor is like, taunting Khabib and in the weigh-ins and all that kind of stuff, like like trying to kick and hit Khabib. And then there was an incident where apparently on the bus, 
Khabib's team was on the bus and McGregor came out with his entourage and they threw a chair at the bus at the window of the bus or something along those lines. So McGregor really doing the pre-fight thing of really trying to get into Khabib's head, really trying to shake him, maybe instill some fear in him or whatever. Or maybe honestly, it was just for publicity for the UFC, like just hyping it up like, oh man, this guy McGregor, wow, look, you know, he's an animal and, you know, selling more tickets, getting more pay-per-view sales, all that kind of stuff. I think it's honestly a combination of both. I I really feel that, and a lot of people have said that McGregor really isn't like that, that he just puts on that persona to, uh, to, to hype his image and to get him to be more popular and ultimately to make the UFC and him more money. But either way, that's kind of how it went. Uh, Khabib seemed to be pretty calm through all of that, through the threats, through the taunting, through the chair being thrown at the bus, like all of that. Um, he was able to weather that well. I was like, okay, that, that's good. You know, he doesn't need to give into that, right? He doesn't need to lose his edge emotionally, uh, because you know, that was, that's what McGregor was trying to get him to do. So fast forward, we have the fight. Both the men get in the ring. Both of them are going at it. It plays out the way that it did. Khabib actually wins. And then really where I wanted to get to in this podcast and what I wanted to talk about in this episode. So Khabib wins. He choked out McGregor. So both men are on the ground. Khabib lets go. The referee stops the fight. Khabib stands up. He looks at McGregor. He points at McGregor and then he starts yelling at him. Um, just whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, that's a, you know, that's a, a, a celebration, I guess. He's kind of letting out, uh, you know, all the emotions and all that that was going on, obviously, in the fight. I mean, you've got two guys that are trying to, like, literally kill each other. So, you know, there's a lot of emotion there that you've got to control. And I'm like, okay, you know, that that it, it was a little bit over the top for me, you know, because you've got a man down, obviously, McGregor's down. And, you know, he probably doesn't even know what's going on right that second. But I'm like, okay, Khabib, you know, that that's fine, whatever, okay? But then... um that was a foreshadowing of what was to happen next. All of a sudden, Khabib turns to the crowd and he's looking at somebody specifically and he he takes out his mouthpiece and throws it uh, in the crowd in the direction of that guy. And then without a moment's notice, he runs and jumps out of the cage and chases after this guy that he's looking at that apparently was, I guess, Conor McGregor's jujitsu instructor, I believe is, is what I heard uh, when I was watching. And he goes after this guy to, to fight him. Now security's involved. Obviously, these guys have entourages and guys that help them out. So, like all of a sudden, all of the all of the men in Khabib's camp, you know, go, you know, they just start going nuts and go after people. As a matter of fact, some of the guys in Khabib's camp jumped into the ring and apparently hit McGregor, punched McGregor without him even knowing what was going on. So there's this this melee going on, right? Um, like they're trying to control this thing. There's a bunch of security. I'm sure in the stands, there were probably fans that were getting crazy at each other. Khabib being Russian and McGregor being Irish and both of those fans being in the crowd. And so it just, it just goes to complete pandemonium, just crazy. And, um, you know, Khabib finally calms down, I guess you can say. And, you know, they separate all these guys. They send McGregor into the locker room. They don't even want these guys around each other. Well, Khabib's now coming into the ring and he's like, okay, I'm calm. I'm calm. Okay. Are we going to, you know, present me with the belt? You know, I'm still the champion, so on and so forth. At this point, everybody's booing Khabib because he, he just showed himself to be an animal. I mean, the fight was over and he continued, you know, going after 
you would call them defenseless people in the crowd. I mean, this jujitsu guy knows what he's doing, but he wasn't planning on getting a fight that, you know, in a fight that night. And the contest is over anyways. Um, and so he's being booed. They finally said, no, we're not going to give you the belt in here. You know, this is, you know, what you've created is crazy. I mean, there's people in the stands and more people could get hurt. They're going to start throwing stuff at you inside the ring once, you know, once you get out here. So anyhow, he goes back into the locker room. Here's what I wanted to talk about. I mean, the emotional, Khabib needs to work on his emotional regulation, right? That, that, that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Like, Khabib lost it. I mean, there is no reason why he should have done what he did. Totally uncalled for, totally unprofessional, totally shows a lack of restraint on his part. I know it's difficult to do in performance. So let's get into the nuts and bolts and the, and the mindset here. I, I understand like for a lot of us, when we're competing, you know, aggression pays off in sports. Um, you know, for some of us, we're in sports that involve contact on purpose and, and, and we've got to get into that mindset and I get it, right? Like you've got to go out there and you've got to take what's yours and there's this aggression that 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 will serve you well, but you've got to be able to, Turn that on when it's time to compete, but then turn it off when you're done. And, you know, what Khabib did here was he seemingly had it turned off beforehand, or at least he was hiding it. But then he did a terrible job. Once this thing was over, he did a terrible job of actually, like, turning it off. The, the fight was over. Okay, we're done. Like I, I did what I set out to do, which I trained for this fight and I defeated my opponent. And now it's time to, to relax, right? It's time to actually maybe shake this man's hand, give him credit as a great fighter. Like you see a lot of people do. I mean, you see great champions giving credit. You see great champions just, hey, I mean, for all intents and purposes for us here, keep it in the ring. And Khabib was not able to do that. So how can we, it's a difficult thing to do, isn't it? I mean, emotions are running high. There's a lot of adrenaline going there. There's a lot of, I mean, there, there could be, you know, these guys obviously didn't like each other. Maybe there's some anger there, so on and so forth. But hey, you've got you've to be able to back off of that. And unfortunately, what we see a lot from athletes, I mean, Khabib is definitely, you know, not the only one. What we see is athletes that can't shut this off. Emotionally, they can't shut it off. I mean, I'm going to take it a step further. Not that this happened with Khabib, but maybe this will resonate with you. I mean, what about if you have a bad performance and being able to shut the valve off of, okay, I'm done performing, but now it's literally time to, you know, go speak with my family or, you know, I'm back home now around my wife and kids. I mean, I get this. If I come home from a performance that wasn't up to my expectation, like, I've got a wife and, and kids to come home to and like, I've got to shut that valve off. That performance is over. I've got to leave that like somewhere else. Don't bring that in your house, right? So the emotional regulation is not just in, in Khabib's case, it's not just like a, a, an, an, an anger thing and, and actually striking out like that, but it's also the emotional regulation goes into like when, when we're done performing, do we do a good job of just leaving that where it is? Do we do a good job of not allowing that performance to sneak into other areas of our life? Do we allow that performance to not get us to start thinking about our value and our self-worth and those kinds of things, right? Very important principle, emotional regulation. It's huge because what's going to end up happening is it will wear you down 
over time, if you cannot do this, it will wear you down. And the thing about Khabib is, I, I, what I believe is he got worn down over time and he didn't do the things necessary to get it to where this moment wasn't going to happen at the end of the fight. So he did a good job showing self-restraint before, but like in the background, in the privacy of his own home, in his locker room, in his training, whatever, what was he doing to make sure that the top didn't blow off at the end of this fight? And obviously he didn't. And this is why we got what we got. Shouldn't have been this way, but if you feel yourself beginning to get out of control, if you feel yourself beginning to lose that, 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 that emotional regulation cap, I'm going to call it, that you should have on, then you've got to take it upon yourself to do some things mentally to make sure that that thing stays on uh, because it's going to cost you, right? In Khabib's case, I mean, this is crazy. In Khabib's case, it actually cost him fans, I believe. It actually cost him popularity. I mean, here you went a guy that was probably going to get some respect and admiration from people, even if they weren't fans of his beforehand because, hey, he beat Conor McGregor. That's, that's a big time thing, right? He beat the poster child at the moment of the UFC. And instead of allowing himself to enjoy that moment, instead of allowing himself to rake in, you know, again, a byproduct of the hard work and the training that he had done and ultimately what he did in this fight, he actually, because of his actions, turned this into, he actually probably lost fans in that moment. He actually probably lost respect in that moment, maybe even from some of these Russian fans, right? So anyhow, emotional regulation, super important. I mean, what do y'all think about this topic? Do you guys think it's something that, uh, that is important? Do you think it's, is it something that you struggle with and how do you struggle with it? I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, jump over to the website, utmostperformance.info. If, uh, you know, emotional regulation is something that I talk about quite a bit with the people that I partner with because it's super important. So if, uh, if this is an area that you struggle in that you'd like a little bit more direction with and a little bit more instruction with, I can definitely help you with that. So jump over to the website. Some more content is also available on the Facebook page, which is Utmost Performance, and the Instagram account is Utmost Performance as well. So jump on there and check that stuff out. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.